When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Here we are. Got Adele making headlines. Jay-Z and Beyonce's bidet, which I still don't know how that thing works exactly. I'm not exactly. How does it not spray water everywhere? And then do you have a towel to dry yourself? How does that work? I'm very confused as well. They're very nice. Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's <laughs> e-news with BB Rexa this morning. All right. This I, I this is one of those moments that I'm like, what is, why, why would you throw your phone on stage during a concert? I mean, yeah, the artist might take a cool selfie with it. Maybe they'll call your best friend or your mom in the middle of the show. But yeah. so very unlikely. And it can also go really, really bad. Bad. Or was there a couple having a fight, and he was like, who are you texting? And she's like, I'm not texting anyone. She's like, let me see your phone. And then he saw that it was that guy, and, and then he, he was just, like, I'll show you. Just chucked it. And he hucked it. There you go. I don't know. So, a fan tossed his phone at BB Rexa during her show in New York City on Sunday night. It hit her right in the face, forced her down to her knees. It also ended the show, and she ended up in the hospital for stitches above her eye. Yeah, it hit her hard. It hit her. She got clocked. She posted some pics of her wound on Instagram and said, I'm good, in the caption. She does have a show tonight in Philly, and it looks like she's going to make it. The guy who threw the phone ended up arrested and charged with felony assault. Did he say why he threw the phone? We have we have no comment at this time. Yeah, From the perp. I'm sure his lawyer is telling him to shut up. Yeah, probably. He probably had a couple of drinks in him, too, because, you know, mm-hmm. it's a concert. Right. But this is, you know, it's stuff like this that eventually will get all phones banned. You know, oh, there yeah. are some artists that do that oh, now. My brother and sister-in-law went to Bruno Mars a couple of weekends uh-huh. ago in Springfield, Massachusetts. And I- I'm not quite sure the method they used but they had to put them in these for the fridge had to do yeah, that when she's got to see them they're in these baggies right and they, they, they seal the baggies and then you got to pick them up when they're the show not is messing over. around too many uh-uh. people have abused it yep all right well another e-news no i don't have time i gotta take a quick break i promise we'll be right back <laughs> and we'll talk about jay-z and beyonce's bidet and hopefully <laughs> i'll learn how to use <laughs> you know i own one <laughs> And I've never you used own one. Yeah. You have one in your house. Yeah, I have. We have one in the condo in Florida. Okay. And I've never used it. You never even tried never it. Never operated. Not even took it for a test drive. You didn't. You just like nope. without you know like uh, actually I, needing to clean there yourself. Was no instruction manual. Perhaps it's time for me to think about buying a house in Los Angeles. Maybe that's within my reach. 
So I looked into it. Turns out that actually I got to borrow a million dollars. And I'm new and naive to the whole business, but if I have to borrow a million dollars to buy a house, it feels like I can't buy a house. <laughs> My agent was like, no big deal. We're going to get you a mortgage, right? So I said, okay, I put in an application for what's called a jumbo loan. That's a technical term. On the application, it's written J-U-M-B-O, jumbo. <laughs> we all know it's too much money when you got business people using cartoon words. <laughs> If you want to qualify for a jumbo, your down payment got to be bonkers. <laughs> the crazy thing was somebody approved it. I got approved for a jumbo unexpectedly. I was in shock. When I saw that, I was like, "Auga." How big of a fan are you of Jay-Z and or Beyoncé? Their I'm music. Well, if you love, love, love them, here's an opportunity for you. You can purchase a piece of bathroom equipment that they have squatted over in order to wash their privates. So you squat over it? That's how it works? That's my question for Is toilet water that comes spraying up out of there? What is this water? Clean water? Is this toilet water? It's warmer. I mean, it's tap water, isn't it? Yeah. My friend has one. I don't know. She, She loves it. I tried it. It's very nice. And then what do you dry yourself with? Sorry, which direction do you face? Do you face the wall or do you face... Do you get up? I just used it as as a way to clean up after I did my business. So you used the toilet Mm -hmm. per usual. Mm -hmm. And then what? You just stepped over to the left? Well, hers is is, all one one thing. Hers is like you go on it and then you hit the button and it... Oh. It's it's connected it's to a the twofer. toilet. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Interesting. We had one at the hotel we stayed at in Palo Alto, and that was really nice. So you did try it. No, but it wasn't a bidet. It was one of those fancy ones that you have to order from Japan, and they cost thousands of oh. dollars, and they're heated. And Wow. I, I did try it before I got on, and uh, I did have to turn the pressure down because it did shoot across the oh, room. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Okay. But if mm. you've ever had one of those... Number two is where you're like, it just might be easier to get in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> That's hey, quite a day. That is a day. <laughs> it's Woo. just really nice to just flush it out. Then to get, you, you know, no one likes pieces, yeah. right? We know That's bears don't like pieces. True. That hmm. is so true. <laughs> the one thing we didn't include in our design plans here at <laughs> Q102. Kennedy Avenue Broadcast so a company called Eric's Architectural Salvage Alley is selling items from a home. Jay and Beyonce rented back. They rented it back in 2015, and it does include a bidet. Current bid, I mean, yeah, I don't know what these things go for, but it's 2400 bucks. Huh. Items also included That's sconces. That's starting, right? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Exterior lights, an arched metal door frame, and French doors. Hmm. So. Okay. Shop till you drop it. You know, looking at those bidets, there's no seat on it. So, you just kind yeah. of like hover, sure, kind of squat. Uh, wait, you see, I need that, a that just doesn't sound comfortable no, at all. I'd... If you have to squat and then turn on the water yeah. and then you're dripping wet and you got your pants around your knees, yeah, I it mean, looks come like it would on. make a mess. It, yes, it? it would get everywhere. It would spray everywhere. Right. Oh, <sighs> I like it. <laughs> well, you obviously know what you're doing when you use it. We're know, we're I clueless. Don't, I don't we're know about inexperienced. That like a clean booty we struggle to visualize okay well adele <laughs> has no filter 
which is good for her. Good it's for a, you. A lot of people love that about her. Yeah, I, I'm of the school of thought. I didn't need to know that about you. And over the weekend, she revealed that wearing Spanx and sweating during her shows gave her jock itch. I don't feel like Spanx is very absorbent. And it's been a long time no? since I put myself through that self-torture hmm. of wearing Spanx. But, yeah, when Maybe I Maybe that's did, what's contributing. I think so. I, I think that, you know, it's just the moisture builds up inside there and then the oh. chafing begins and... Then before you know it, it's a fungal situation. Oh, boy. There's got to be a breathable fabric that accomplishes right? the same. You would think. Objective. Maybe the this, Oh, this is her explaining the situation okay. to the audience. And I sweat a lot, but it doesn't go anywhere. So I'm basically just sitting in my own sweat. So my doctor gave me jock itch. Do you guys know what that is? Jock itch is it? jock itch. That's what it's called, right? <laughs> yeah, and then yes. how do you treat that? Fast acting to actin. Oh yeah, aren't Does there that pow- work? Doesn't gold powder work? Oh, gold I mean, bond. I gold bond. I think there's a lot of there's powders out there. Uh, yeah. So her doctor gave her a cream, and uh, the quote ends with, "I have to squirt it on myself." There you go. I don't know why the F I just told you that, she said. Uh, It itches. She also admitted that her boobs were sweaty, although she didn't use the word boobs. No, she used the T word. Did she use the T word? She may have used the T word. Mm. It's very common, jock itch and fungal things. Is it common? Is it really common? Jock itch amongst athletes? Absolutely. Well, yeah, amongst athletes. Yeah. Didn't know if that was something that you and your friends were battling on a daily but, basis. No, not okay. on a daily basis. But I mean, yeah, you can get under certain it doesn't, circumstances. It doesn't take it can... much, you know, gotcha. for that to okay to fire up. All right, that was an education. There you go. We've learned a lot in the last seven minutes. We sure, I have. know. How about it? So John Goodman got serious about his health about sixteen years ago. Back in 07, he was tipping the scales at four hundred pounds. And he literally weighs half of that right now. And he was able to lose that weight by changing his habits. He said, in the old days, I would take three months out, lose 60 or 70 pounds, and then reward myself with a six-pack or whatever and just go back to my old habits, which is what the vast majority of people do. They go on these crazy diets and they lose a ton of weight. And then as soon as they've done that, I mean, I've done it. I'm more, I've been doing it for decades This time, he said, I wanted to do it slowly, move, exercise. I'm getting to the age where I can't afford to sit still anymore. He said, it takes a lot of creative energy to sit on your ass and figure out what you're going to eat next. I wanted to live life better. So Um, how do you do it? Metabolife? Metabolife? Fen-fen? Oh, God, fen-fen. John follows a Mediterranean-style diet. So he eats a lot of fish, olive oil, nuts, fruits, and vegetables, and then he gets at least 10,000 to 12,000 steps a day. Not That's Ozempic? Does. No. No. <laughs> no, but man, there's Ozempic and then there's the other one now too. What's the other one that, that celebrities are taking? I to don't the know. point where, yeah, I mean, and the people who really need it Jardines. for a medical condition yeah. can't get it because all these people are getting it to lose five or 10 pounds. Well, they say those, those weight loss effects are not necessarily 
long term. No, right? and I'm sure it cause other can yes, cause other issues. Issues, right? But I'll everybody wants a quick fix. Yeah, the Mediterranean diet is pretty tasty. You're a fan. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. I agree. There's a yeah. lot of good tasty food. Doesn't feel like you're starving yourself. I mean, I, I kind of you know you can sort of cherry pick from it if uh, if you don't love every part of that diet, but it is good for you, no question. Hmm. Uh, what else? There was something else I wanted to share with you. Oh, um, <laughs> no. is it the serial killers? <laughs> yeah, this is. I just feel like this is mean. Okay, but then don't do it. Yeah, I, I, this is just mean. Basically, someone on Reddit was just like, you know, these threads, these conversations they start out with, and and they're like, you know, what celebrity looks like a serial killer? And then they start going through this list. And a lot of these I don't even think are true. But then again, like, what what does a serial killer look like? Right, because, I mean, there have been multiple that are very good-looking and charming. Right. You know, who was that one guy that charmed all of his victims? Oh, was it was Bundy? It David? Was it Ted oh, Bundy? Yeah, Ted Bundy. Ted the, Bundy the was a movie it. that was filmed around here. They shot that movie here. Yeah. Zac Efron, yeah. Yeah, very good looking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I I guess though, like when you when you're watching the news and they find out they go, "Hey, this guy it's been discovered as a serial killer. They found all these bodies in his basement, and then uh-huh. they put his mug shot up. <laughs> yeah, you know, further enhancing that. Uh, yeah, he looks like a he serial killer. He looks like it. How did they not know? What do you mean he was just a nice, quiet guy? And why do they always have three names like John Wayne Gacy? That's right, they all do. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, that's just silly. Meanwhile, after posting his Father's Day message on Sunday, The Rock shared another video to add something that he had missed. He talked about his complicated relationship with his own father, Rocky Soul Man Johnson, and said that he he regretted not reconciling with him before he died in 2020. Uh, apparently, they had had a huge fight, and Rocky died three weeks later. Mm. And they hadn't made up yet? And I guess they hadn't made up yet. He said, I wish he was here one more time so I could say, hey, I love you. Happy Father's Day. Thank you for raising me with the capacity you did have. Doing the best they can with what they got. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even though at times it was complicated and at times we fought. But we don't have that privilege. So, you know, for him, he said it's tricky. Mm-hmm. And in the comments, he said to my guys out there, if your old man is still around, consider that a blessing. You know, even if you and your dad are working through some complicated stuff, he says, I've been there and I understand. But do your best to reconcile. Get that drama behind you. Get right with your dad. It's important because the alternative is regret. And I don't want that for you. Yeah, yeah that, that, that applies to both. I mean, I had complicated quote-unquote relationships Mm -hmm. uh, with my dad who I didn't know all that well and my mother who I knew pretty well Mm -hmm. and he's absolutely right yeah yep it's a process it is it is so have you seen any of Stanley Tucci's instructional videos on how to make cocktails yes and they're fantastic yeah yeah that's what everybody thinks 
Yeah, and there is a method to how he chooses his drinks. This is what he says. He says, you want to make sure that you're making something that other people can make. I was trained as a bartender a long time ago. I'm hardly a great mixologist by any means. But you want to make sure that you're giving people the proper amounts and that you have tested it yourself before. So you do a few practice runs to make sure you think, well, that's not quite right. So it takes a little while and then you go, okay, we're ready and you do it. Before the kids come home from school or something. Yeah. So Dude, like, that guy's got a nice place. That's the other thing I enjoy about it is seeing his kitchen and his, his uh, you know, design choices. Yeah. His bar is really sweet. Yeah. How would you describe his style? Uh, well, contemporary, but very elegant. Okay. Fancy. Then, so, huh? yeah, I wouldn't say like sterile because sometimes you think sterile with contemporary but yeah. it's it's not like that at all it's very sort of homey mm-hmm. and i think this is his flat which is i think it's a pretty big flat in london yeah where he lives full time nice and that is your latest e-news we'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock in the meantime straight ahead we got three headlines for you two of those headlines are fake one headline is real if you can guess the real headline we're gonna set you up with the 50 dollars gift card to smoothie king Yay. Why Why are we doing that? Well, because they got this new extreme watermelon and extreme watermelon lemonade smoothies that are out now. Sarah. Yes. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I am fantastic. How are you guys? Excellent. Doing great. We got your headlines yeah. here. If you can pick the real one, we're sending you to Smoothie King. Okie dokie. Awesome. Great. Right. So it's the real one, A. Eh? Man stole a Navy SEAL toilet seat. Is it B, guy stole an Air Force tampon dispenser? Or C, a woman stole a Coast Guard tricycle? Let's go with B. No, it's not. Oh, dang it. I know. Today, it's the tricycle. The tricycle. Oh, wow. Okay, well, thank you. Hey, you know what? We're going to set you up as Smoothie King anyway, just because you sound like a nice lady. Oh, thank You're a you. nice that lady. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> a nice lady. Hang on one I've second. I've been so hard to get into you guys, and I know I sound like everybody else, but this is actually the first time I've tried to call this morning, and I got through, and I know I'm making probably a whole bunch of people mad right now. So. <laughs> oh, no, okay, we, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah right. it's your it's turn. It's meant to be. And we yeah. love that you try and that you're a part of our little radio family and support our show. Yep. I'm so thankful. I'm so happy I got through. Thank you guys so much. So are we, and it's our pleasure. Hang on. Okay, so you learn something new every day. We've been learning all kinds of things today. Yes, so much. Uh, We learned a lot about bidets. Yes. Jock itch. Yes. And it's not even 7.30. (laughs) What else is going to happen before 10? Well... Here's something else to learn. The U.S. Coast Guard apparently has its own fleet of tricycles. Wow. It's kind of fun. We Yes, and we know this because some lady in Florida who is not nice stole one last Wednesday. Stealing tricycles from children. She stole a tricycle. No. Yeah, she hopped a fence at the St. Pete Clearwater International Airport. I don't know if you remember the Coast Guard. They've got a base there. Oh, by, right there. By that airport for uh-huh. its planes and helicopters. Is that McDill? No, no. no the one over by the St. Pete Clearwater Airport. Okay. You remember there was like a little, co- well, it's not a little Coast Guard station. It's actually their biggest Pretty big and in. busiest air station in the country. Okay. But anyway, after scaling the fence, she hopped on a Coast Guard tricycle 
I was picturing like one of those tiny red ones for kids. Okay. But this was adult size, like what you see your grandparents riding Like on. I have, like yeah. you guys got me for my birthday one year. Exactly right. <laughs> my grandparents owned a set when they moved into their trailer park in Benita Springs. So the Coast Guard, <laughs> I guess, has them to move tools and equipment around the airport. And they also use golf carts and bobcats, but uh, I guess they have these tricycles too. Well, she rode this tricycle across an active taxiway abandoned the tricycle, and then tried to get on an Allegiant air flight flying out of St. Pete Clearwater. Oh, wow. She also tried to get into a Coast Guard plane at one point. Security eventually saw her on surveillance. Eventually. that's That always makes me a little uneasy that it... Eventually? Mm-hmm, really? Okay. So she's facing charges, felony charges, for grand theft and trespassing onto an operational area of an airport. That's a no-no. Hmm. And now you know. Kidoki. 16 after 7, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We need help solving a mystery, the mystery of Taylor Swift's missing, missing cat. cat. What happened to the cat? Where is the cat? Did somebody take the cat? If somebody took the cat, who took the cat? You got to figure it out. And uh, today is Chapter 2 in our mm-hmm, story, mm-hmm. which you'll hear at 740. Yeah, and then after you hear Chapter 2, we'll ask a question. If you're caller 20 and you answer correctly, now you are officially in to win the four tickets to see Taylor Swift in the limo ride. That's huge. And it I will say, big. if you missed Chapter 1, it mm-hmm. is at our website if you want to go listen to it. Oh, okay. Join in the party so you can okay. participate. So it's WKRQ.com. Click the the. Q clue button and it's right there. And I can tell you chapter two is very intense. Yeah. You know what? You're right. We're bringing back big. the drama to radio. This is, this is big. Radio is Tata. Big. Also, yes. if you go to the web page and click on the clue button, Q clue, you can see all of the characters that we all play. Yes. They created a fun little graphics. Yep. Jeff is the voice. Mm-hmm. Jen plays the part of J.J. Paw. I'm J.J. Paw. I'm the cat wrangler. Uh, uh, Fritch plays the part of J. Flo. Mm-hmm. Not sure what her role is. I'm Mitt Mimmerman, <laughs> a TV producer. I play Mitt Mimmerman. I'm Mitt Mimmerman. Uh, Freddie Mac uh, is 911 operator Brenda Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Look at that. So it's, it's pretty cool to check out yeah. what's going yeah. on. Yeah, so Fine. check out Chapter 1 if you missed it. Online at WKRQ.com, like Tim had said, and then we'll we'll play Chapter 2. We'll debut Chapter 2 for mm-hmm. you. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Nate. Needs a second date update today, guys, and we're going to try to help him out. That's right. (laughs) Hello, Nate. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Cool. Talk to us about Claire. How did you meet and how'd the first date go and all that? We'll go from there. All right. So it wasn't really a date. We actually met at a bar, but we hit it off, and uh, she came back to my place, and we hooked up. You really did hit it off. Guess so. That was fast. I knew it. Okay. And back yeah. to your place, you said, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, and normally I would totally just leave it at that. I mean, I'm I'm cool with occasional one-night stand. But this felt, like, totally different. We totally clicked. And, I don't know, she was, she was just awesome. Like, she was really fun, funny, like, 
sexy. Like we had a really good time. She was really cool. She got under your skin, man. <laughs> yeah, but it was totally mutual. I mean, I know she was feeling it. Like we spent a lot of the time just, you know, talking about everything and like we like have a lot in common. I mean, she was at my place for probably like eight hours and I mean, if we were having sex for half the time, there was still like a lot of time. It's a lot of talking. <laughs> it is a That's lot true. of talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you I mean, sleep it, at all or did you just chat and do whatever? Uh, I don't know. No, I mean, like she was going to stay over, but then we ended up kind of just being up all night. <laughs> That's cool. Then, that happens sometimes. That's fun. Yeah. And then I was like, you can just crash here. And then she, you know, in the morning, she was like, no, I'm going to go home and like shower and sleep. Mm. Um, but she kept saying, you know, how we were destined to meet at that bar and stuff like that and how she could, you know, feel it across the room that we were going to connect even before we started talking and all this stuff. Mm. And then she kept saying stuff like, you know, I have to take her on a real date now and all that kind of thing, you know? And then Mm -hmm. she put my, she put her number in my phone and she said, you know, probably like 20 times that, you know, I better call her. I better call her. It's better not be a one night stand, Mm -hmm. you know? And then even when she left in the morning, like the last thing she said was like, you better call me. And I was like, yeah, I totally will call you. And then I have like probably five times, six times. And she never answers the phone. Mm. She doesn't, I mean, it's her phone because her voicemail comes on. It's her. Yeah. She doesn't. So it's not like I have the wrong number. She doesn't return my messages. I've texted her a bunch of times. She like just doesn't reply at all. So I don't, I mean, I don't know if she's, I mean, I'm worried that she's like sick or injured or like left town or something. I don't, that's the only thing that makes sense because she's the person that was so insistent that we see each other again. Yeah. 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 I hope you can get older. I hate that. that I mean, weird. that makes it worse, I think. You know, if you just get one of, that sounds great at the end of the date. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there was, no, there was nothing. I mean, she was adamant. She was yeah. totally like, we're, we're going to go on a real date. We even talked about stuff we might do, places we might go. I was like, we're, you know, we're, we're totally going to see you again. Right. Mm. So you better call me. And I have called her. She doesn't respond. Yeah. That sucks. Okay. We'll see what we can do. We're going to take a break, Nate. When we come back, we'll call Claire. We'll talk to her, try to get the truth out of her, and figure out what happened. So hang tight. All right. Thanks, guys. More Second Date Update as we continue next. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So it wasn't like a set update. It, they met at a bar. They just hit it off. And the next thing he knew, she was at his place. <laughs> what a night, huh? Yep. Said she was there for like eight hours. Yep. Talked a good portion of the night and obviously totally clicked on the physical level as well. But, boy, she really got under his skin and she kept saying how 
it was destiny that they would get together. Even before they met, like when she saw him from across the room, she just knew that these two were going to get together, and then they did. And then throughout the night, she kept saying, you know, about how they, they're going to do this and they're going to do that, and they're planning their next date, and you better call me. And she puts her number in his phone as she's mm-hmm. leaving. So he calls her, no response, nothing, goes right nothing. to voicemail. And she wasn't messing around. She was insistent, you will call me. Yeah, he called her like five or six times and still <laughs> no response. So at this point, he's calling us because anything more than that would be stalking. And you sure you got the right number? I mean, when her voicemail picks up, it's definitely her, right? Oh, yeah, it's her. No, it's okay. it's the right number. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Okay, you ready to call her? Yeah, let's see. Let's do it. Hello? Good morning. Is this Claire? Yeah. I'm so glad you picked up. It's Jeff and Janet, Q102. How are you? Okay. Hi, Claire. <laughs> you got a Hi. minute? Um, I guess. Well, it's good to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Jen and I have you on speakerphone. We do. And we just wanted okay. to meet you. We've heard so much about you. That's true. Okay. Who are you? Why? What? I don't know what's happening. Nothing bad. We spoke with a friend of yours. We talked to Nate, who you met recently at that bar. Oh, no, no, no. You're definitely, yeah. Okay. Nate. So we're coming together for you now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I shouldn't have picked up. Oh, why do you say that? He seems nice. Yeah, listen, I don't. I don't want to talk to him, so can you just give him a message for me? Because I just really, really need him to stop reaching out. It's causing a lot of issues right now. Well, and he'd a- be happy to do that, but you were the one who put your number in his phone, and you told him I to know. call you. So, I mean, we're, he'll stop if you want him to, but can you just kind of give him an explanation? Because it's, it's not making him, a lot of it's sense driving to him him crazy. Right mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great guy. I just... When I met him, I found out my boyfriend was cheating on me with some girl, and I got pissed. I wanted, like, I just wanted to get revenge or whatever. I don't know. I I had a few drinks at this bar where we met, and he, I mean, he's really cute. He's a great guy. Like, he just seemed like a good person to go home with to make it even, and I don't know. Like, I don't know. I had a really good time. He was, Nate's, like, really nice, and Maybe there could have been something there, but I told my boyfriend what I did. He freaked out. He begged me to forgive him, and now he's been swearing that he'll never do it again. He's been treating me like a queen. So I guess, like, my revenge worked, and, like, it's what I wanted. I don't know. I just feel bad. I I didn't want Nate to get caught up in my relationship drama. Like, he was really great. Like, I just, but I just need him to stop texting me right now. Hmm. I don't know. My boyfriend saw one of his texts and he freaked out and said if I'd ever go out with Nate again, he'd knock him out. So I don't want that to happen. Oh, really? Jeff, don't poke the bear. (laughs) Please tell him I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I mean, I really liked him, but it's just I got to deal with my relationship right now. Okay. Okay. Well, he's here. Are you sure you don't want to say hi? No, I don't think so. I think just please tell him how sorry I am, and he's a great guy, and he deserves something better than what I can offer him right now. Okay. <sighs> okay. 
Well, thank you for talking to us. Thank you for the clarification. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck, yeah. Good luck. Okay, thank you. You bet. Take it easy. (laughs) Ah, dude, Nate, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, wow. That does suck. That is not cool. She never, like, said anything like that about having a boyfriend. She never mentioned an ex-boyfriend. Like, she just seemed... I love how her boyfriend is putting his foot down after he cheated right, on her. Right. She so much as gets a text from you. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Like, that was a shitty thing for her to do. That's, like, obviously a totally dysfunctional relationship. Yeah. No, no question. Yeah. But my guess is, yeah. Nate, I think she went into this just like you did. You know, she was probably just down for a one-night stand, as you would have been. You yourself said... Any other person, this would have I would have been happy with a one-night stand. I just wasn't expecting us to click in the way that we did. And she probably didn't either. Yeah. And, and here she finds herself now in this mess mm-hmm. that she's got to figure out yeah. one way or another. So, honest to God, it wouldn't surprise me if the next time they have a fight or break up, <laughs> uh-huh. you'll be hearing from her. Uh, yeah, I'm not answering that, but all right. <laughs> fair enough. That's yeah, up to you. Yeah, it's totally fair. Either way... Sorry it didn't turn out right. different, but at least we got some answers. Yeah. yeah. At least I know. Good luck Thanks, out there. Guys. Yep. Good luck. Yeah. Well, it's happened. What now? Our replacement. Oh, yeah. It's a matter of time, you know. I've been waving the red flag for a while now, trying to tell you people. Are we talking about AI? Yeah. Or aliens? Well, I mean, what good is gluten? AI, no. You've been waving a lot of flags. I know. I know. That's true. I'm trying to save the world, I don't people. I know what difference it'll make, but yeah, we heard this was coming and it's already here. The first AI radio host hit the airwaves last week on a traditional radio station. Oh, boy. So this isn't like. A streaming service. Yeah. This is on a real radio station. Uh, It is, let's see, its name is AI Ashley. Oh, I think I saw this on TikTok. It's based on a real host named Ashley Elzinga at a station in Portland, Oregon. Elzinga. Kind of fun. KBFF Radio is also known as Live 95.5 FM. KBFF. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and they cloned Ashley Elzinga's voice for the for the radio station. Okay. Um, the company I was telling you about back in March, Radio GPT, went viral for a bot that can play songs, take calls, and read the news. And at the time, they claimed that it would not be stealing people's jobs. And I guess the good news is that is still the case for now. For now. But the bad news is it sounds like it's being used to squeeze even more work out of the real Ashley. Mm. They say it'll allow Ashley to multitask like never before. Okay. So they're doing a hybrid situation where... The actual human Ashley will host some of the segments. Okay. 
And then the AI Ashley, which sounds almost identical, will host others. She's, she's being featured for that long stretch between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. each day. That'll give her time to go clean the bathrooms, right. cut, cut the lawn out by the radio tower. Yeah, take out the trash. Do whatever, do do whatever needs to be done. Yeah. So do we yeah. have audio of fake Ashley? Yeah. Yeah, and when you're listening to the audio of fake Ashley, just imagine like the real Ashley doing things like community outreach. I mean, that's the point is they're saying, oh, but this will be great because when when uh, when AI Ashley is broadcasting, real Ashley can spend time managing social media, working on digital assets and handling other elements of the job. And they claim that real Ashley's job is not in jeopardy and that she will still continue to be paid the same. But they're also not hiding the fact that AI Ashley is a robot. In fact, it it always refers to itself as AI Ashley when it's on the radio. Listen. Today I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley. So let's see how close the AI sounds to me. Today I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley. Let's see how close the AI sounds to me. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh God, it even talks back to her. No, oh my God. I don't like it. I don't think that my job will be replaced by AI. I do think, though, that there will be people that understand AI that will continue to be employed. Yeah. But I do think it's just a cheap way out. I just Googled total U.S. radio station revenue in 2022. It grew by almost 5% to $15.47 billion. Hey, we're going to pay Ashley less. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Because there's no money. Right. Just right. 15 bill. That's it. Oh, okay. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. So So Ashley's okay with it, though? She must be. Well, she's just happy to have a job. Yeah. And if she's got a job share with this AI thing, then that's something she's willing to endure. And that is the question. I mean, the, the radio station, this radio station in Portland kind of needs to see how, how the ratings are affected and whether or not people really want to listen to and interact with a robot. Uh, people online are joking that it's still live radio, just not a live, alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the real Ashley posted some videos of her fake self in action, including one where it tells the listener that they won free Taylor Swift tickets. That's not very nice. No. And there's also been talk of using the new technology to translate shows into other languages so they could air overseas. Now, that I would like. If we could get an AI, Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim. To do like a, a voice to make us sound like we're speaking fluent Latvian. Yeah. Yes. Because exactly. we're, bi- we're big in Latvia. Yeah. According to the podcast research. He's, really? He's joking, but he's not kidding. He's that's not, that, that's, that's the God's honest truth. He's being playful it's about like it, but it's US, true. Canada, Latvia. Latvia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's a native born Latvian who listens to the show or if it's someone from Cincinnati who moved, moved there, there that listens to us, but That's someone so in Latvia funny. listens to us regularly. Man, and it, they're listening to, to the podcast. Us, the podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're big in the in That's the, uh, funny. the Baltics. Oh. <laughs> and the guys who created it think that having robot co hosts could be a thing eventually too. So Anyway, but the way you can tell, like, real Ashley versus fake Ashley is the fake Ashley is still kind of rigid. 
Like yeah. it's her voice, but it just not smooth. It, it's not smooth. Kind of choppy. Yeah, but it might not be super obvious if you weren't paying close attention. If you were just sort of listening passively. Yeah. You know that's why we uh, that's why we go the extra mile around here. That's, that's why right. we pull all the stops. That's why we. We got this really cool Taylor Swift contest. This is awesome. This is your opportunity. Four tickets, man. Four tickets to Taylor Swift and a limo to take you there. We're going back in time. We're bringing back the golden age of radio with radio theater. Storytelling at its finest. That is our response to yes. AI. Are you ready for this? I know. You've got to listen, pay attention, and then at the end we'll ask a question. And if you answer that question correctly, you'll get qualified for the tickets. You're saying I got to listen and pay attention? You have to do both. Oh, God. I know. Q. This is Q Clue. A crime has been committed. You have been selected to help solve the case of Taylor Swift's missing cat. The following is part of the investigation. Listen carefully. Answer the question at the end of this story, and you'll have the chance to break the case and win your way into her show. 911, what's your emergency? Well, okay, just calm down for just a moment. Have you looked everywhere for the cat? Maybe it's maybe it's loose. Yes. We've looked everywhere. We found her collar. It was down by the pool house. There's no way she could have gotten out of her room and down to the pool. Somebody took her. I mean, they just, they had to. Did you see anything suspicious? Anyone running away from the home? No. Everybody, for the most part, is still here. I mean, the DJ, she's loading up her equipment. The personal trainer is running away from the house, but I think he's just taking a jog through the gardens. I think everybody else is still inside the house. Okay, calm down, calm down, calm down, ma'am. Just gather everyone back together inside the house so we can talk to everyone. The police are on their way. They're en route. Wow, that was some tremendous acting right there, Jay. <clears throat> you know... Or I'm Perfect. sorry, Cat Wrangler. Yeah, was yeah I'm the Cat Wrangler. Yeah. JJ something. Well done. Well, thank you. I was feeling that. JJ Paw. JJ Paw. All right. So here is the question for call. Oh, we don't we don't ask the question until we get caller 20 on the line. Mm-hmm. Right. I almost totally messed that up. Yeah, but that I was, was so engrossed in the 911 call. You know who wouldn't have messed it up? AI Jen. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're not helping the cause, Jen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, caller 20, 513-749-2320. Good luck. Hi, is this Amy? Yes. Hi, Amy. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Doing really, really good. good. Are you enjoying the mystery? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. You heard chapter one and you heard chapter two. Yeah. Did you take notes? Because I think that's a really good idea. Yes, I did. Smart. Okay. All right. So, you know, we're, I'm going to ask you the question. You'll have 10 seconds to come up with your answer, and then we'll move on to somebody else if you don't have it, okay? Oh, okay. All right. So here you go. Your big okay. question. That will get you an invitation to the Q102 Taylor Swift Bejewel Party next Thursday where you'll have the chance to win four tickets and a limo to Taylor's yep. Saturday night show. Here is the question. Where was okay. Olivia's collar found? It was by the pool house. Yes! All right. Oh. <laughs> that, I was, that was it. Look Yay. at you. I know. So this is very exciting. Next Thursday is the party at Richter and Phillips, okay. so you're going to have to be there. 
I will. All right. All right. Well done. All right. Well, hang on. Tim's got to talk to you for a minute, but congratulations. Okay. Well done. Okay. We'll play again at what time, Jeff? One forty this 140. afternoon. All right. Hang on. Don't hang up. Okay. Da, 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 da. Oh, she sounds happy. I like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is terrifying. You've probably heard about the mysterious lost Titanic tourist this sub. Is crazy. Oh my god! And the urgent search and rescue efforts that launched yesterday. When I first saw this, I thought it was just the submarine. I didn't realize. That, that there were people in it. Oh, I thought yeah. it was just like one of those robotic ones that they send down way deep. Yeah. Yeah. So this missing vessel isn't actually a submarine. It's what's known as a submersible named Titan with limited communication and navigation controls, which is operated by a company called Ocean Gate Expeditions. And this, this Titan uh, submersible was designed to carry five people uh, usually two of those five people are crew members and then three tourists. I would not get in that And they bag. take them down to mm-hmm. view the wreckage of the of the actual Titanic. And I bet that's cool as all get out. Oh, my God. I, I mean, mean, it's amazing. I, I saw that James Cameron documentary. Right? And it was amazing. Yeah. But I'm good with just watching it on TV. Well, the Titanic rests about 13,000 feet underwater. And the Titan submersible is very capable of descending about that far after being launched from a ship at the surface. So when you go scuba diving, I don't know much about it. How far down do you... Have you either one of you ever scuba dived? Nope. No. I have no interest. And I don't know how far you can down go. You I mean, the go. pressure down there has got to be amazing. Intense. So, I mean, 13,000 feet. Right. That's but, two but and a half miles, but basically. But the cabin on this submersible is pressurized in a way that allows them sure. to go that deep. So they they departed Newfoundland, Canada on Saturday aboard a ship called the Polar Prince. And then they began the dive inside Titan early Sunday morning. And contact was lost after just an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, wow. And it generally takes about two hours for that submersible to get down to the wreckage. So it could have been close to the end of its descent when it lost contact. This particular submersible has only done a few expeditions, the first being just two years ago. And last year, there was an incident where communication broke down for a couple of hours and Titan got lost, but they never fully lost contact. So due to that issue, the Titan was not able to find the Titanic wreckage that day, but they did go back down later that week and were successful. There is video on YouTube, actually, that shows just how basic the submersible's controls are. There's no GPS or radio on board, so they literally get text messages from the ship above telling it where Where to go. go. Oh, my God. That seems crazy. And the vessel, oh, you think that's crazy. The vessel is driven by a Bluetooth Xbox video game controller. Oh, my God. How much is that? Wait a minute. (laughs) That's how they operate this thing. I would think it would be a little more high-tech than that. Yeah, so this past Sunday night, Titan, the submersible, was reported overdue. And then early yesterday, the U.S. Coast Guard launched a search and rescue operation. Uh, Sector was brought in from Boston, which is about 900 nautical miles from the site. 
And the, the situation was immediately urgent because by yesterday morning, the submersible had been underwater for more than 24 hours. Keep in mind, they only have between 70 and 96 hours of air on board and limited food and water. Wow. And since they've been down there now, what are we at? over 48 hours mm-hmm. it's it's becoming critical we are doing everything that we can do to make sure that uh, we can locate and rescue those on board it is a challenge to conduct a uh, search in that remote area but we are deploying all available assets to uh, make sure that we can locate the craft and uh, rescue uh, the people on board yeah, you've got some cold northern Atlantic waters up there that are uh, that can be very volatile, turn mm. very volatile quickly. Not much is publicly known about how the Titan was equipped to handle emergencies like this, like if there were beacons that could maybe signal its location. But a journalist who was on board the aborted mission last summer is tweeting about it, and he says Titan actually has seven different ways to rise back to the surface in the event of an emergency. But he, you know, he asked the question. Why haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there are some pretty heavy hitters in that submersible. According to reports, Titan's passengers include include some British billionaire businessman and explorer by the name of Amish Harding, a former French Navy commander, and top Titanic expert Paul Henry Nargolet, and the CEO of Ocean Gate Expeditions, Stockton Rush. Wow. Yeah, but I guess trips like this are super expensive and super exclusive. Like, it reportedly costs at least $250,000 a pop. And is that per person or is that, like, per trip? I think it's for the whole expedition, which OceanGate claims that they're not even making money on trips yet because of the high cost of the expedition, especially the gas. With that kind of money, I can't believe that they don't have a better communication system. Yeah, right. But, you know, with that depth that... They they may I guess have not come up with the technology to to allow for that, but science you're up against a lot when you're doing searches at sea. There are tough weather conditions and the inability to do much at night, and then if, again you have the depth, the lack of location data, and the fact that this is a very remote area of the Atlantic Ocean. We may so, never get any answers at all. God, I you know I hope that's not the case. I hope they're hanging in there, and I hope we find them soon. Yep. We got to take a quick break. We've got Denise Johnson. She's standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. And coming up, the fast food place is closing the new the, the no ice loophole. Yeah. Have you heard about this? You're not going to get away with that one anymore. So one of the earliest hacks people used to talk about was ordering a drink from a fast food restaurant with mm-hmm. no ice. You get more soda that way. Right. More pop. Yeah, and you can always add ice yourself if you want it to be chilled. I think that's stupid, but whatever. <laughs> the idea has been around so long that it's it's common knowledge, but there's now talk on social media that some places are closing this loophole and are not filling cups to the top if you ask for no ice. You know, we just can't get away with anything anymore. There are no no ways around. There's no way to manipulate the system. Well, there's a TikTok video that's going viral where a woman orders lemonade from Wendy's with no ice. And I know that, you know, Wendy's diners are sometimes very passionate about how they want their Wendy's served. Sure. 
I know a guy that loved Wendy's, mm-hmm. but he insisted on getting just the meat and two buns, nothing else. Just the meat and two buns? Yeah. That's weird. I know. What was, what's he doing with two buns? What would he do? Get a double and then get two buns and split it up? No, meaning it would just be the bread and the meat. There was oh, the hamburger with nothing else. Gotcha. Sorry, the top and bottom of the oh, bun, okay. I guess. So I guess that'd be one bun, one split bun. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't go anywhere else. He's like five different fast food joints on that street corner. And, wow. And he would always go to, you know, but. Is that fa- are you they made about it his way. It was fa- yeah. Yeah. Because he would Brian. do the same thing at Subway. He would get. A sandwich. He was did not like condiments. No, he liked dry meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Fritz used to work at Wendy's. So this TikTok that's going viral: this woman orders a lemonade from Wendy's with no ice, and they only filled it three fourths full. Oh, yep. Now the reactions are mixed. Some people are like, "Oh my God, really." Like, that's so cheap for places to not fill the cup. Yeah. You know, if I ask for a 20-ounce drink, I want 20 ounces. Correct. Especially if they offer you free refills if you eat in. That Mm -hmm. feels like an even bigger ripoff, right? Agreed. But then others say, hold on. Time out. Not so fast. Yeah. You're paying for the drink. Not the ice. So you should get the same amount, whether you have ice added to it or not. Yep. I will say some places, if you just ask for a glass of ice, though, they do charge you a quarter or 50 cents. So maybe you are paying for the ice. Well, some of the employees, some workers are chiming in saying, yeah, but there are a lot of situations where the amounts are automated by machines. You know, where it's sort of like on an assembly line style, like... One person fills the cup of the liquid or, you know, maybe one person does the ice and then other, and then it just automatically dispenses a certain amount of liquid. Mm-hmm. So if you don't fill it with ice because they don't want ice and then you run it under the fountain, it still dispenses the same amount. Yep. Is their point. Huh. In any event, it doesn't sound like this is a new policy per se at Wendy's. In fact, Wendy's has not commented, but random commenters say their location is still filling cups. But if they did start cracking down, they wouldn't be the first. Some establishments already have cups with fill lines for ice and no ice. And others will charge you a little more if you want a full cup without ice. Huh. Yeah. So I like... telling you. I like ice water. I don't want bottled water. I want you ice want water, water in a cup. You want just regular tap? You're you're fine with that? I have it every that? day. Yep. Totally okay. fine with tap water. Okay. But I want it in a cup. And in some places, like, well, I mean, we can give you like a little courtesy cup, but we take inventory on our cup. So if you just want water, then, you know, you're going to have to buy bottled water or take the little complimentary cup with no lid and no ice Mm -hmm. it's so stupid yeah but now if i go to the chick-fil-a up here they'll give me like a medium size ice water yeah which i really appreciate sure i get the straw and everything and it stays cold i do i i 
never did. I haven't drank pop in forever, but I used to love, I used to live on Mountain Dew, a two liter bottle a day, but it always had to be on ice. I could never like drink a McDonald's diet Coke through a straw with no ice in it. That always just was weird. I couldn't do it. You don't like your Mountain Dew neat? I don't like my Mountain Dew neat. (laughs) I like it on the rocks. And I don't want one big ball of ice. I want the little crushed ice like Taco Bell, the rabbit poop ice. Yeah. Like you get at Taco Bell. I hear That you. was the best Mountain Dew on the planet right there. Well, I, t- I tell you what, I, it's not. What, what kind of ice did you call that? It's not rabbit, rabbit poop because yeah. it looks like little, yeah, well, little it's not, pellets. It's not rabbit, but they're not little pellets, but. I don't know. The ice at Chick-fil-A, whatever they use, it's not cubes, but it's... It's not quite crushed either. Like, it's something in between. Yeah. yeah. Frish, I don't, Frisch's got good ice. Chick-fil-A's got good ice. Sonic's got good ice. I'm not a fan of Wendy's ice because it's kind of... They're like flat squares, mm-hmm. kind of. Oh. Not my fave. I don't know. I can't imagine most fast food chains <laughs> would care. I mean, the profit margins on most soft drinks are just monstrous. But we are in a world of nickel and diming, Jeff. Good God. You know, if you want, it's going to get to the point where if you want ice in your cup, you're going to have to tip the guy putting the ice in there. Oh, yeah. That's the other tangent I was on. <laughs> we were on the other week. What was it about? How everybody wants everybody. a tip now, no matter what they do. When are we adding that to our app? Yeah, I, I want a tip. I know. Every exactly. time you listen to a podcast. That's right. We want a tip. And then if you want a shout out, it's going to cost you. Oh, that's definitely going to cost <laughs> We should start charging for second date update. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, you know, technically we are providing a very personal service using several different kinds of expertise that we all have. The we form are? Of, That's one way sure. to word it. You, can, you know, we, we try to, we, we're, 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 we're representing them in a way that we're trying to promote another date. There's a little counseling going on at times. Yeah, and we're buying them dinner. Yes. Hmm. Just a thought. Uh, Sarah says, with respect to ice and drinks, don't go to Germany because they don't serve ice and drinks at all. Yeah, I had that same experience in London. Most of Europe doesn't serve ice. Yeah, I was at a restaurant. I asked for, I think it might have been a Diet Coke. They Mm. bring me a Diet Coke, a cup of Diet Coke. Yeah. Oh, uh, can I possibly get some ice with this? Oh, yeah. And so she comes back, and I swear there's like two little pellets of ice on the top. Why are they so weird about ice? What just, is it? It's just what they do. I said, I'm so sorry to be difficult. Is it possible that I could get a full cup of ice <laughs> with the Diet Coke? And that's when they looked at me funny like, okay. <laughs> that weird. is weird. Weird Americans and their ice thing. Oh, they, I couldn't drink at room well, temperature either. Oh, I know. Oh. oh, and did you hear his accent? He's obviously American. <laughs> well, that explains it. Yeah, Bailey says, I love ice. In fact, I order my drinks with extra ice. Yeah, I know I'm getting less liquid, but I'm fine with it. No one needs 20 ounces of a liquid that is not water. <laughs> She's probably right about that. <laughs> well said. She may be on to something there. Hey, Ryan. What's up, Jeff? How do you spell Ryan? Yeah. R-Y-A-N. Okay, okay so traditional spelling, because I... 
I I know someone, I know a woman whose name is Ryan, and she spells it R-Y-H-A-N. Or, I, no, that's it's R-I-Y-A-N-N. I think that's how she pronounces it, spells it. I, I know a few people who spell it R-H-Y-A-N yeah. also. But you're, you're sticking with the traditional spelling. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. All right, I'm going to make sure okay. I wrote it down correctly. All right. So welcome to 1K Letter of the Day, Ryan. Thank you. I'm excited. I never get through. Today's my first time getting through. Oh, well, welcome. We're happy to have you. Yeah. This will be great. We've had a lot of first timers calling in in the past week or so, and it's kind of exciting. We're like fresh meat. Here we go. We love that. New people. (laughs) We love it. We love it. So this is how this game is going to work. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff will reveal. It's currently in a sealed envelope. And then after he reveals it, we'll put 30 on the clock. You'll have your 10 questions. Don't repeat any of your answers. It's the only rule. And the key to winning the best advice we can give you is to pass quickly. If you don't have an answer right away, just pass and we'll circle back around. Okay? Yep. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Today you have... The letter M, as in marshmallow. Okay. Letter M. Marshmallow, M. Got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question, because we want to make sure you get your full 30 seconds. Yep. All right, so the letter M. Name something you eat at a Reds game. Uh, Milk dud. Something warm. Milk chocolate. A side dish. Mashed potatoes. A farm animal. Pass. Something you water. Pass. Something you push. Pass. A color. (laughs) Uh, Maroon. A car part. Motor. A verb. Oh, jeez. The ones you did get were so good. Motor. Yeah, those are really good. Wow, mm-hmm. milk duds, milk chocolate, mashed potatoes. Yep. Uh, something you add water to. I went with mud. I went magnolias. Magnolias. Oh, that's something good. Something you water, the magnolias. But it's funny because Ryan and that I got we got hung up on the same ones, Ryan, you and me. Which ones? Wow. Farm animal? Marsupials? Do you what find is a, a lot of marsupials on a farm? <laughs> Not even sure what a marsupial is. It's Remind a type me. Of animal. I know, but like what a kangaroo. A kangaroo is a marsupial. South American. Oh, there's probably a cat. There, yeah, farm. there's kangaroo farms. Maybe. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, how was your experience today? Your first time on the one K letter <laughs> of the day, Ryan. It was good. Um, I always play, but it's definitely harder on the phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. with that, would you like to leave a 5% tip, a 10% <laughs> tip, or a 15% tip? Or do you other? Yeah, no pressure. You can customize I'll do other. <laughs> other. <laughs> All right. Fair enough, Ryan. We hope oh, you have a great rest funny. of your day. We love talking to you. Please call back again soon. You too, guys. Thanks. All right. Take have a good easy. one. See you. Bye. Everyday skills kind of change over time. True. You know, mostly due to new technologies. Um, you know, we've been we've been doing a we've been doing radio as an example for a while. quite a while now, but the technology changes. Well, it's definitely different now than when we first started. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about it. The skills different. you're using, the stuff that you know how to do today versus, you know, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. pre-1990s is different. 
Uh, and these days, kids don't exactly need to know the best angle and air pressure to blow into a video game cartridge to make it work. True. Right? Yeah. Or how to use a pencil to fix a busted cassette tape. Exactly. Yeah. So people online are talking about the pre-1990s everyday skills that they have, but are basically obsolete now. Okay. So here are the best ones. And I'm proud to say I can still do this. Oh, good for you. What is it? Wrapping textbook covers with a brown paper bag. Oh, man. Oh, man. Forgot about that. I don't know if I could still do that or not. Got to protect the book. Uh-huh. I used to love to do it because then you could draw all over it and decorate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would spend hours doing that, getting all artsy-fartsy. Not paying attention. Pretty much. Uh-huh. No, mine just had... It was just basic Paper. brown with the, yeah, <laughs> might have the grocery store name on the side of it, but that was pretty much it. Um, unknotting curly telephone wires to get all the curls facing the right way. That needs to happen right here, right now. Never cared that much about oh. that. Yeah, here in the office, we, we have landline phones. And Jen struggles with the... The cord on hers for some reason, and, and she almost never uses it. That's what's crazy. I don't know. I think the afternoon show. We didn't have this issue till Roy arrived, and he sits in my chair. Oh, I think it's just this. I don't think it's his fault. I think it's just this. It's this type of cord. It's this cord. It just is going to naturally getting used and stretch. Does you and Roy share the same seat? You sit there in the morning, and Roy sits there Correct. in the afternoon. Uh, giving a TV a karate chop <laughs> to, to, to get better reception. Yeah, you just bang it really hard right on the top. Yeah, That'll do it. Remembering phone numbers. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do not know what Jen or Tim's phone numbers are. Strangely, I do know Fritch's phone number, but that might have something to do with the fact that she is the producer of the show and my emergency call. Yeah. First person I call in an emergency. Yeah. Work-related or otherwise, if if Kristen's not available. Yeah. <laughs> She's your go-to. Pretty much. Uh, let's see. Another pre-90 skill that is now obsolete, the ability to make and count out change for a purchase. That's it, something. It, Fritch, is, Fritch is out all this week, and I only bring that up because that's something that she can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, too, when you go purchase some uh, in the rarity that you actually use cash and they count you back your change, it's so strange when someone actually does it. Yeah, yeah. Usually they're just like, here. Right. Oh, that's an expiring skill for cashiers. I mean, one jo- one person joked the total of their bill was $9.91. Mm-hmm. So she gave the cashier $10.01. They don't know what to do. You got to just Not say, type it you'd in have, and see what the magic number says. You'd have thought she handed that cashier a live grenade. They didn't yep. know what to do with it. Yeah. What? what? What is the Why? And that's just basic math. That's what floors me. That that is not more obvious, the answer. Yeah. Uh, another pre-90 skill that is obsolete now. Setting up a VCR to record a television show in advance. Writing in cursive and reading it. So when we when we tape second date updates, I take notes so I can kind of keep track of what's going on and 
it it just helps me retain the details in the second date update. And I write in cursive because it's faster for me. Mm-hmm. It's also illegible. Yeah. I can sometimes read it, my own right. handwriting. That's, that is so frustrating when you can't read your own. Yeah. <sighs> Using the Dewey Decimal System at the library. I'll bet you <sighs> Tim can. It's been a while, but figured it out i'm guessing that that no longer exists as even an option the Dewey decimal system i think it does no at the library it's does probably it? there but i bet you they have more modern versions as well like you can use either or yeah one of my good friends mary her husband is a librarian i guess i could text her and find yeah. out no here's something i know tim is good at refolding a map correctly oh absolutely and maybe even using one you know we, we were driving home from michigan on sunday and we stopped at the rest stop like near lima or finley or something and i got out to go pee and there was a guy in his car with a map out and yeah how old was he he was old but i was like good for him that's exciting I'm, you know i'm always amazed when i see them that they still mm-hmm. exist developing and processing photographic film and enlarging prints in a dark room. Film, what's that? Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, then again, 30 years ago, it would have been a lot harder for you to arrange for a stranger to pick you up in their Subaru and give you a ride home from the bar. But now most people can do that within a few minutes without even talking to anyone. Yeah, I, I, I do like, I just like where we are now better in terms of technology. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's some scary stuff out there with AI, but uh, do I want to go back? No, I don't. But if I had to, I could. Yeah. I still have some of these skills. A like, couple of them. Like wrapping my book in a brown paper bag. <laughs> I do wish, as a society, though, we would maybe put the phone down a little more and just observe life. Right. Yeah. Be surprised how much you can learn by just observing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Paying attention and noticing. I have so many friends that are like, I don't know how to get to that place. I'm like, well, have you ever looked out the window? Well, no, I'm watching a movie in the car. It's only a half hour drive. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm bored. Yeah. Well, look out the window. There's all sorts of amazing things out there. So much to see. I know. We were, so we were at dinner. I don't want to say where, because I think they busted me. <laughs> and so they, they know that I saw them. Anyway, we were out someplace, and this couple came in after us, mm-hmm. and they sat down at a really nice restaurant to have a really nice dinner. Clearly, mm-hmm. they were on a date. Mm-hmm. They hadn't sat down for more than two minutes, and both of them were just lost to their phones. Yeah. And not just for a little bit, like, not just checking in to make sure the babysitter has all the right instructions, but that was it. Yeah. And... You know, I, I mean, I guess that's, if that works for them. Maybe they've already spent all day working together. Maybe they both work from home and they, they co-own a business together and they'd spent all day together talking and now they just wanted a decent meal. I had that thought. I thought, <laughs> hey, maybe they just had a long conversation in the car yeah. and they need a, mm-hmm. a little time to catch up on emails. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they had a fight in the car on the way there <laughs> and they're texting their friend, telling them all the stupid things they're Significant other just did. He's being extra jerky tonight. I don't know what's wrong with him. Yeah, maybe. Meanwhile, getting tickets to a concert now requires a coordinated military operation. Yeah, if you don't want to spend a small fortune, if you want to pay 
face value for it. Yeah. yeah. Jen Jordan, you kind of have this down with science, though. No, like you you somehow manage to get your hands on either front row or close to the front row or in the pit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I pay for it. I mean, that's a lot of it. But even Paying top dollar sometimes. But I mean, it's a it's a game. I mean, you got to those secondary sites. It's something you need to constantly check because there are new tickets coming on board all the time. And every once in a while, someone will not realize what they have and they will sell it for much less than they should. But if you're not right on top of it, you know, and then there's the game of they release tickets, uh, you know, a couple of days before the show for multiple reasons. Sometimes once they get the soundboard set up, they realize there are more floor seats that they can add. Sometimes the band or the artist will release tickets that they were holding back for you know, their personal tickets for friends and family that aren't getting used. And so they'll release those. And those are usually really good seats. Yeah, and will I mean, be that's, face value. that's a full scale military operation. It is. I mean, you to have to hover. That. You got to you got to pay attention and you have to be able to make a decision quickly because a lot of times these these tickets aren't there for long. Now, have you ever gone to buy tickets to a big concert and not gotten seats? Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. In fact, the average person says it happens to them about a third of the time now. That's high. Wow, that yeah. is. 44% of people think wow. bots buying tickets is the main reason. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that And the big sucks. hurdle, of course, is the price of the tickets. And, and it's the fees you know, that are ridiculous, too. So one of our top strategies for landing tickets is to make sure we're logged in and ready to go. On average, we do it about 12 minutes before the tickets actually go on sale. Another one is trying to buy on multiple devices at the same time. A third of people say that they've done that. We've had people say that's how they get through on Q102. Yeah. Is they have multiple phones. Sure. Or maybe they're at work and they have their their cell phone along with their landline and they just keep hitting redial pre-sale is big too if you can get in on a, a pre-sale in any way you know a lot of times credit cards will do that if you have certain credit cards and multiple people might also be a real key yeah make it a team effort hire as many people as possible <laughs> to try and buy yeah and then if it's a uh, highly sought after concert because I know this happened with people with Taylor Swift because they had an agreement. Say, listen, I'm going to try to go in and get tickets for all of us, and, and the max ticket is eight, and so and that's how many tickets the group needed. But three people in the group got in, so they each bought eight tickets, and then they had an extra sixteen tickets that that they sold then and made a fortune on. Right. Or do what I do. Go see a live band around town for free. Yeah, you could do that, too. Billy Rock Band playing at, you know, whatever bar over in Milford. (laughs) The Miami Steel Drum Band is playing tomorrow night in Blue Ash at the Nature Center. That's for free. I wonder if Taylor Swift will be releasing any last-minute tickets. Any more last-minute? I bet she will. Hmm. Yeah, I bet so, too. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.